0: So, we're starting our new uh, series called Spread the Love. Now, who doesn't want to spread some love? (laughs) Oh, man. Because it feels good to get it, right? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, John Mark. Um, So, um, I was uh, recently um, uh, watching or listening to um, one of the Searchlight podcasts, and uh, Cindy Lee. Have you guys met Cindy Lee? All right. So, she was. she was a uh, she was ta- she was having a testimonial about um, like how uh, she uh, got so blessed coming here and that it would be selfish if she didn't share what she received here, right? And I was like, wow, she's so articulate. I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal her thing and then share it with others, and then you guys can take it and it'll be awesome, right? Um, and so I thought that I was like I was like you know that's a great way to um, think about um, how to spread you know God's love uh, to other people. Um, which, by the way, is given to us freely, right? God doesn't um, ask us to uh, work for his love or anything, right? Like, we're all sinners, and yet he gives um, his love freely. So I was thinking, like, oh, spread the love sounds so awesome because, you know, it's like sharing it, you know, and all this kind of good stuff. And, um, And so I kept thinking, like, okay, Cindy's, like, the way she talks and stuff, it kept, like, coming into my brain, and I'm like, okay, I can't be selfish. I have to spread the love, right, and then share it. And, um, and so it's basically the concept of this series is uh, if, you know, the love that you got freely from God, you give it away freely. And, um, and what is the best way to help people? It's basically to care about them. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, it sounds easy and simple, but, you know, I know I came from a place where it was really hard for me to be, like, empathetic and sympathetic to, towards people because I was going through my own pain um, and whatnot, and so it was really hard for me to care about people, like I was really in it, you know, like I didn't care about people, and I thought all people were, you know, just lame, you know, and, you know, I didn't say it in that word, but it was pretty much not not very nice, you know, and so, uh, so I'm so thankful that, you know, that I can care about people now, and um, let's see, where am I going, okay, so... So if you know, uh, so to care to how to care about other people is uh, basically for me. It was to know in my heart that I received so much from God, that and Jesus freely that I want to pass it on. So we're gonna start with um, Proverbs. Oh yeah, if you guys um, want to uh, look in your U uh, version iPhone or I Androids, also we have that too. Um, you can look up. Uh, uh, live event, right, and put in searchlight or the zip code, which is 95070, and, um, and all these uh, verses will come up, or you can just look up here, or you can look uh, in your Bible if you brought it. Cool. Okay, so Proverbs eleven twenty four, 24, in, oh, it's in the NIV. Oh, thank you. Okay, so um, I, I uh, used the NIV version for this verse because it had freely in it, <laughs> so, uh, so it says one person gives freely yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. Oh, oh, thanks, John Mark. I love him. John Mark. John Mark's awesome. Uh, he's good, good cheerleader. Okay. Um, so um, this uh, verse actually speaks to me a lot because, um, and, you know, we talk about a lot at Searchlight about God's economy, right? Um, and God's economy is really not of this world. Like, you know, we talk about in, you know, when we do the offering and stuff that, you know, you give money and, um, and, you know, to God and then he gives you a lot more in return. So I just love that God works this way because on earth, it's not like that, right? Like on, on, in our jobs and in, even in, in relationships and stuff, a lot of times we have to earn everything and deserve everything and nothing is for free, right? Who doesn't like getting stuff for free? Like, and so, and so it's, so it's like, it's such a joy. Like, I get so much joy when I get stuff for free. But on this planet, and in our lives, and in culture, and socially, we, we don't, we don't get a lot of things for free, right? We have to earn everything and deserve everything. Like, at work, like, you have to work, and then get money, and then, you know, and then, like, you know, and then there's positions and stuff like that. And so, it's not, it's not free, you know, you have to do that um, in order to get something. And so, um, do you guys ever also hear, like, um, harsh voices? We've been talking a lot about harsh voices in, in our church. Um, do you guys ever hear hard, hard voices, um, harsh voices that say you have to earn God's love? Yeah. I kind of struggle with that myself. It's because you can't earn it. God's love and grace um, is 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 free. And I think it's a lie from Satan that's perpetuated by him uh, to keep us distant from God, you know? Because then... If we have to earn God's love, then it's like everything else. It starts to become, because we can't earn it, right? Because it's already given. It's hard to, like, keep being in that, you know, because God's like, dude, you can't earn this. So it's free. So if you try to earn it, it's just you're just going to get tired. (laughs) And so I thought that was really cool um, that that's how God's economy works. Um, So let's go to Matthew chapter 10. in, uh, verse 8. Oh, no. Yeah. Verse 8. Okay. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. Oh, yeah. See, it's in here a lot, guys. God's word is awesome. So, God and Jesus gives us a formula, a plan, and, um, you know, to, um, get blessed, you know, and he, and they give us a mission, you know what I mean, Uh, they call it a commission as well, but uh, they give us a mission, um, you know, that all believers, you know, are asked to do, and Jesus came, and Jesus was the example of how to do it, so it's really awesome that we have, like, his example, and, um, and he did all the, he came and did all these things for free, right, he healed people, he, you know, healed people of leprosy, and, you know, drove out demons. Like, he did that, like, he wasn't, it wasn't his, like, job. I mean, it was his job, but he didn't get paid for it. You know what I mean? Like, he came and he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you have to give me $5, you know, in order to get healed. Like, no, he didn't do that. Oh, my gosh, could you imagine if he did that? He would be, like, a millionaire. You know what I mean? And, but he didn't. So, it's like, so we're just, so it's so awesome that, but he still got blessed, right? He even got blessed. Like, he uh, was able to show people, like, okay, this is what God is all about. Like, if you can't relate to God... You know, and you don't know why. You know, like what he's about. Just see what I do. You know, and if you see what I do, you'll get what how what God's heart is like. You know, and so he's saying, like, okay, I did all these things for free. You know, I didn't take any money. Um, He was still taken care of. Like he was never hungry, and um, he now tells us, Jesus tells us to do the same. So because guess what, people? We are those people. We need healing from sickness. We need saving from death. We need cleansing from leprosy, and some of us definitely need demons driven out of us (laughs) like i mean it sounds kind of like sounds kind of like poltergeist-y like horror movie but it's not it's really like you know like those harsh voices guys sometimes those are spirits you know what i mean like if you have like i was struggling with out of control like harsh voices where You know, I was like, I'm not good enough. Like, you know, I don't, you know, I shouldn't be doing anything. I can't do nothing. Like, really? I can't do anything? Like, come on. I can at least, you know, talk. So it's just like one of those things where, like, those are out of control voices. You know what I mean? And I feel like spirits and Satan is, like, really good at getting where my insecurities are. And then starts whispering it in my ear and it's like, guess what? God doesn't really love you. Like, you're not good enough. And then I keep thinking about it. And then I'm like, oh, my God, it's true, you know? But that's a lie you know and so we do and i know if you guys can relate so i know that you know some of us have like you know they're they're all around they're out to get this get us man so uh we need those driven out and god and jesus did it for us guess what for free i'm going to keep talking about that <laughs> um and so um and everybody needs it because in uh romans you don't have to go there but i don't know if it's up there already in romans 323 Oh, wow. All right, cool. Um, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So, you know, we might think we're the only ones that are, like, falling short. But guess what? Everybody is. Nobody's perfect. And that's, just, that's the truth. Nobody is perfect. So we all have somewhere where we struggle. And um, and actually in the, end, in the New King James Version, that verse is exactly the same, which is really, really awesome. And so by, and by giving freely what we have gotten, we are showing people, just like Jesus did, other people who God and Jesus really are. And helping these people to receive uh, some of those blessings that ultimately leave, uh, lead to freedom. Um, and, and I said this earlier, but Jesus didn't charge anybody. He loved all of us. We're all Falling short of the glory of God, and I have this other word here, but I'm not going to use it. <laughs> so, um, and He knows that we were undeserving. Like a lot of, a lot of us like are not deserving of, you know, God's love and and His uh, His grace or His healing. But He's like, I'm going to give it to you anyway. It's a promise. You know what I mean? So we are worth it to Him, though. We are worth it to Him. So I wanted to share uh, my story a little bit about. <laughs> I wish my friend was here, uh, but he lives in LA now. Um, And um, I just wanted to show you what he did for me and why I'm here today. Like, I couldn't imagine in a bazillion years that I would be up here and sharing, like, my story with you guys. Do you know what I mean? Or even being, like, somewhat confident in God's word. I mean, I'm confident in God's word, but, you know, teaching it even, like, that to me is, like, I would have never. It was, like, not in my plan. I was going to be an actor. You know, I was going to have other people give me words, you know, so I can act it out. I was not gonna do any of this kind of like public speaking or sharing, you know, stuff like that, or sharing my faith even. But, um, but this is what happened, and this is why I'm here. So I have a friend named Jeff, and um, he showed me this kind of free love that I never really even like. Even for my parents, I felt like growing up, like I had to earn their love. You know what I mean? Like oh, I was never good enough. I never got into the right school. You know. And so, um, so the fact that this stranger at first and then became my friend like, fought for me so freely and so, like, so kind of, like, very uh, aggressively (laughs) in some ways. Uh, If you meet him, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, That I just finally understood, like, what it really was to have a friend. You know what I mean? Like, a friend that uh, would, you know, be with me through all my, you know, because I yelled at him a lot. Like, we we had a lot of arguments because he was asking me to come to church, and I was like, No! I was like, and then he, and I was like, all right, go to church, you know, I don't need your church, and he's like, he's like, why can't you just, like, come one time, and I was like, why couldn't I, like, that was weird, right, like, I was like, no, I'm not gonna check it out, like, I go to my own church, like, stop it, and then he would, you know, ask me things about God, and i get defensive, and so we'd have these, like, yelling matches, (laughs) and so I'm not telling you guys to do that, okay, Uh, but this is how, I think for me, it was a way for me, like, I think that was the only way, like, I would have gotten, like, through to, you know what I mean? Like, you know how certain people, like, you know, you, you, if you get scared of them, then, you know, you back down, then, you know, but they, they're the ones that need pushing, you know what I mean? Like, and so I think Jeff kind of knew that. His, his name is Jeff, by the way. So he saw past my meanness, and I would say he saw me through the eyes of Jesus, because some of the stuff I said to him was, was not nice, <laughs> you know? And the fact that he stuck around was like really, whew, you know, and he didn't get paid, you know what I mean? Um, and I think it was even worth it to him. Um, because I do think he was hearing from God and saying, like, oh, she's, like, you know, she saw, like, I think he saw, uh, you know, through the defensiveness and was, like, oh, she's just, like, hurt, you know. And she's it's just, you know, it, it breaks his heart to see me, like, so angry and, like, because being angry is tiring, you know, let me tell you. I was angry for about 20 years of my life. So, anyways, and, um, and, and so then um, I was, like, thinking, like, what would my life have been like if he had given up on me? Oh, my life would be not so fun. <laughs> um, I was very guarded. Um, I was really mad at God. Um, I was really lonely. Like, I remember there were, there was, like, years of my life where I didn't have a job, and um, I was, um, what was I, I wasn't doing a lot. Like, I don't really even know what I did for, like, three years of my life. So I was really lonely, and I, I just remember thinking, like, sometimes I'd be, like, in my room, and I'd be, like, wow, I'm so lonely, and, 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 like, and it wasn't like I didn't have friends, but I just, I didn't know how to reach out, so I was just like, wow, I'm so lonely. So I would just sit there and, like, you know, do worldly things and just sit there by myself and watch Lord of the Rings every day. I literally wasted four hours of my life every day watching the extended version of Lord of the Rings <laughs> for two months, okay? So this is how bad it was. Like, so this, is like. I mean, it might seem fun, but seriously, like, that's all I had to live for, like, just watching TV, you know what I mean? And, um, and I would still be, like, in pain, like, okay, and you guys know about my, you know, my skin thing. And so I was just, I'd just be there, like, because I really felt like nobody could understand me either. And so I just sat there, or not even sat there, I, I would just be in my pain, like, like, not moving. And I'd be like, wow, nobody understands me, this sucks. Uh, I have no, like, nobody can understand me. So, you know, it feels really bad to be not understood, Right. Or to feel like no one can, like, relate to you. And I was in terrible relationships. Who can relate to that? Romantic relationships. Raise your hand. Everybody raise your hand. Come on. <laughs> Come on, we have a dating workshop coming up, so I know I, I expect to see all of you there. So, um, bad, bad, bad relationships, right? Like, I was just like, man, you know, like, abusive and, and just, I was just settling for crumbs, man. Like, I just, like, I mean... I would not have Chris. <laughs> like, I, Chris is like so different from all the guys I used to date. Right? Um, I know it's so cute, honey bunny. <laughs> so, and on top of like having really <laughs> terrible relationships, I would also have no close relationships. Like, you know, because I didn't feel like anybody I could relate to me. I, like, even my friendships were like, you know, they were. I could only go so far with them. You know, like I, I, I did, couldn't cry. Like I thought like crying was just for sissies you know like ninnies and stuff like I didn't cry for like 12 years or something like that the number always gets larger but it was probably like 10 years uh which is still a long time but I I hadn't cried like for myself and 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 if I cried if other people cried I just like roll my eyes and be like oh my gosh like what is wrong with you it's so sensitive you know not realizing that I'm actually really sensitive (laughs) myself And so it was really hard to have close friendships, you know, on top of that. And so that's what I would, that's what, that's how I was when Jeff met me. So I was not a treat. (laughs) Um, uh, So I don't know why he uh, stuck around, but I think he really was hearing from God, you know. So I think he saw that my life was on the line, you know. And I don't think we get that a lot of times. Like when we, when we like see people, like think of people in your life right now, like who might be struggling with the same kind of thing, like. Um, you just don't know. Because on the outside, I was, all, I was still kind of, like, I was a little bit meaner, but I was still kind of, like, perky and, like, oh, yeah, like, ha you know, like, trying to be center of attention. Um, and so, like, so I don't think people would have really thought that I was, like, struggling with a lot of things, you know? And people, actually, when I look back, even Cindy, if you ask her, when I was growing up, because uh, we went to second through eighth grade together, and so in elementary school, I was, like, in way more pain. Like, it was harder to manage my pain, my physical pain or whatever, and she, when I met her, you know, after 15 years of not seeing her, she mentioned like I didn't even know that you were in pain, you know, and I was like, wow, that's how well I hid it, right? Because I wanted it to be normal, you know, so, so you know, so the fact that you know that a lot of people didn't even know how like much pain I was in, like you just don't know people, like unless you ask, you know, and you like dig in, and so. So now I feel like after Jeff did that, you know, or, you know, um, you know, shared his faith, I guess, and um, and f- and stuck in there with me. Um, I feel like now my heart is like totally f- what I want, like what I receive from, um, you know, coming to church finally and just realizing that God totally loves me just the way I am. Because when um, what happened was Jeff asked me, uh, oh, I was going through like it was just one day. It was a Tuesday, Tuesday, and he was like, uh, he was going to fellowship, of course, again, and he had, him and some other people had asked me to go that day, and I was just like, why is ever bothering me about going to fellowship? I was like, so annoyed, right? But then I started feeling really crappy for some reason, and it wasn't like, on the outside, all my life was going great. Like, I was in class, and, you know, I had new friends, like, oh, this is so fun, you know, and my hands and feet weren't hurting as much at the time because I was doing this acupuncture thing that didn't end up working anyway, but he was like, really, like, you know, like, so then they all left, right, they are just like, they just asked, uh, by that time, they were just like asking, but they didn't really expect me to go, and then, um and then, uh, but he came back, and I was feeling so crappy, and lost, and whatever, and then he prayed for me, and um in it, he did a prophecy, and I just started bawling my head off, and he didn't even know, because, you know, our eyes are closed when we're praying, and then when he opened his eyes, he's like, oh my god, are you crying, Susan, and I was like, "Stop yes, crying, I feel like such a horrible person, I just felt like, I didn't deserve God's love, you know, but in that prophecy that he gave me, I just felt it, you know, I was like, I knew that God loved me, and that was the first time I, ex- I experienced that, and so after that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go to feel your fellowship, like, if this is what your fellowship is about, I'm going to feel this all the time, and so then I started going, and, um, <laughs> um, and I was going, like, every week, and I was, like, such a dork, I was, like, taking notes, at the home fellowships, and because I was just like, oh, my gosh, I never really read the word, and it was just amazing to me, like, everything that Jesus was about, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so crazy. I love it. I love it. And I was getting all this for free, right? It wasn't like I was going there, and they're like, oh, you have to pay a membership fee. Oh, no, it's okay. No membership fee. Just come, and, um, and I get to take notes for free. Like, it was just really amazing, and, and then I got to meet Patty, and I remember Patty's teaching. I was like, gosh, this girl, like, I don't know her. She's, like, a complete stranger, and then she had this teaching, and I was, like, wow, she's just like me, like, in a way, like, what she shared was, like, I was, like, I can't believe it. I finally felt like somebody could understand me, and it was just the most amazing, amazing feeling, and so I was, like, this is, like, why doesn't everybody know this? Like, I was, like, like, how come everybody doesn't feel this? So then I went a little zealous, but it's okay. Everybody forgave me for being too zealous in the beginning. (laughs) Uh, My old friends are, like, wow, you were intense, like, you wanted to go to Catholic Church and change all their doctrine, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, I didn't want to. I just thought, like, you know, doesn't this make sense? You know, and so they're like, that was too much, and I was like, oh, okay. And so, so now I feel like I can't shut up about it, right? Like, um, I just want to like share what happened to me and like how God loves me, even though I was like at my lowest of the low. And hey, man, it's not easy feeling rejected, right? Because I ask like a lot of people to church, and a lot of people say no. <laughs> but then there's a lot of people that say yes. And those are the people that are worth it, right? And even if you feel rejected, it's okay because um, you can plant seeds, right? Like even if you ask somebody for a long time, and uh, because Jeff Jeff asked me for like eight months or something like that, right? Um, It's okay because um, you're planting seeds. So you're still doing something kind of interesting, like people who are like, oh, you know. Um, No, it's okay. You know, I don't, you know, really believe. It's like, all right, well, at least they know you go to church, right? Maybe they didn't even know you go to church. Um, And then if they get to know you better, they, like, realize, like, how, you know, maybe God is so important to you. And then they're like, oh, I wonder, well, she seems like, or she or he seems very, like, you know, like, joyful. Like, they seem to have joy. And then they'll be like, hey, maybe I'll go to church with you later. So, um, so uh, when I do feel, um, so, yeah, so others are on the line. I have a heart uh, to be there for people, and I want to do that for free because, you know, because I got it for free. And, um, and, um, and if you do get rejected, if you, you know, if you're sharing your faith and, you know, people say no, it's okay. You know, because you have all of us to give you more love, right? And then you can get all filled up, and then you don't have to uh, feel so rejected. Or your rejection feels a lot less intense, you know, after <laughs> lots of rejection. You know, actors are used to it, so your actors, actors in here, you get it, right? <laughs> um, and people are worth it, man. So so I want to talk about my friend Cindy that I was talking about earlier. So she was somebody that I uh, asked for a year. <laughs> that's a long time. I don't know what I was thinking. But it must have been God because, because a year is, I mean, that's a little intense. You should ask God after a few times, you know, if, like, this person is really, you know, um, if this person is going to be open or not, you know because maybe they will be later so you don 't have to do it every time, but I was just like I was still kind of like in the like I just really wanted her to come, you know, and that 's okay too, like what does it hurt right if you ask for a year because look at her now, like you guys don 't know, but um she said you know, like a for a year she said no and then um and I was just like, okay, whatever you know um and um <clears throat> and um and then she started coming right because we had we shared each other's stories, this is when she finally realized, like, oh, I didn't know you were in pain for, like, the whole time I knew you, you know, and I was like, yeah, you know, and she's like, and so we talked about something, you know, about family, and and we realized we could relate to each other on that level, and then she was like, okay, well, I'll check out your fellowship, and she's not a believer, she wasn't a believer at all, she didn't even think about God, you know, or Jesus, she's like, it was like, she was just yoga, you know, and um, yoga's good for you, though, but, you know, this, there's no, you know, it's, it's good for your health, right, okay, and, um, and, and she, um, and she was, um, and so then when she came, she was just, like, really blown away by how she felt cared about. Do you know what I mean? And so I was just, and, and now, you guys don't even know, but, like, after she started coming, she started, like, going crazy, too. Like, she started, like, telling, bringing, like, so many people, like, to church. And I was, like, wow. Like, if I had not bothered her for a year, like, she wouldn't have brought, like, a bazillion people to church. You know what I mean? They're not here today. Oh, Stephanie's here, <laughs> uh, right? She's from a Cindy Lee, and so I mean, if like it's so crazy because she went nuts too, and so I was just like, Man, so you just never know who you're, you're asking to church and who you're asking to have a relationship with Jesus, you know, because they can be another person that brings a bazillion people to, uh, you know, bring more lost sheep. That's what we want, okay? Well, it's not about numbers, people, but if we can get more people to get blessed and to have a relationship with Jesus, I mean, what's so bad about that, right? It's all for the kingdom. And so I would say that um, even though I felt rejected when she would say no, I, it's it never killed me. You know, I didn't die, which is good. And if you are scared, you know, to, um, you know, to share your faith, you know, like, and sharing your faith doesn't mean like you have to know like the Bible like back and forth. You know what I mean? Sharing your faith is more like, okay, how do you, like, you know, if God did something really awesome for you and you just feel so close to Jesus or um, you just feel like you met a lot of people that are believers and have, you know, and you've, you know, cultivated new relationships with them and you feel like that's like something that you wanted so bad and you just want to share that, that's what it is. You know, just share your story. And, um, and if you're scared to do it, just pray for some boldness, man. We can pray for so many things. And we can definitely pray for boldness because um, cause we need help because there's a spiritual battle out there you know, and he's trying to scare us and, you know, give us harsh voices and make us believe that, um, you know, nobody wants to hear it, you know, or nobody wants to know about your story. And and if you care too much about what people think, you know, to to invite people to church or uh, or to share your story or, you know, even talk about God, then, you know, just be really specific in your prayer. Like, God asked, you know, God changed my heart, you know, and um, even put people like that are specifically, like, put people specifically on my heart, um, you know, to talk about this with, because you just never know, you know? Like, I have, like, well, they're not, I don't, I would say they're not all my friends, but I have, like, 800 acquaintances on Facebook. That's a lot of people. Can you imagine? If you, like, out of those 800, I'm sure, I'm not good with numbers, but I'm sure, like, 20%, 20%, like, really, well, maybe even more. No, 100%. 100% need Jesus, right? But I would say, like, at least 20% would come. You know what I mean? And if 20% came from 800, Tiffany. <laughs> 160, oh, my gosh, 160 people. That is a lot of people. Could you imagine if there's 160? The, the, it wouldn't fit in this church. Like, they, we would need, like, it's too hard. We need, like, at least 110 more chairs, okay? And we can fit 110 more chairs in here, right? So that's a lot of people, you know what I mean? So you guys think about that, you know? Think about, no, seriously, think about your Facebook friends and think about, like, if you could just bring, like, 20% of them. (laughs) Man, that's a lot of people, you know what I mean? And it's just really, it just feels good when you know that people get something from, you know, God and Jesus. So, so yeah, so pray for boldness, you know, because you could get, you know, 20% here, you know? So um, if you go to Acts, Acts in uh, verse 18. Woo! That's okay. I thought I bookmarked everything, but I did not. I just underlined it. Acts uh, 4. Okay. So what happened was um, Peter and John, they were thrown in jail because they were talking about Jesus, right? and and then they were, like, beaten and stuff, and it was just, like, really bad, and even though they were, like, beaten and stuff, (laughs) like, they still couldn't, because, and they were told, like, don't talk about Jesus, don't talk about it, and they're, like, we can't, we can't stop talking about it, right, and so even though they they could have been beaten again, even probably to death, um, they couldn't stop talking about it, because because people were getting blessed, and people were hearing this, and they were, like, uh, really, like, Having um, a lot of strangers and other people that needed Jesus like to believe in him. So it says in 18, Is this okay, cool. Uh, So they called them and, okay, so the, the people that locked them up, they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach on the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak. The things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they're like, okay, well, if you guys are going to do it anyway, we can't really stop you. They let them go, and finding no way of punishing them because of the people, since, all, since they all glorified God for what had been done. Oh, okay, what happened was they healed somebody too at that time. And so then for the man that was healed was over 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. So they're even telling them, don't heal. You know, and then everyone was like, "But, but it happened," and so now we're glorifying God, and we're not gonna just be quiet about it. So, they were awesome, and they were just like not scared, you know, because man, if I was gonna get beaten, <laughs> I don't know if I could keep talking about what they told me not to talk about. So, um, so you guys can pray about it. You know, we can pray about it, and I would encourage you to keep reading this chapter because it finishes by um, by talking about the accounts of the people that that started to believe after, you know, John and, um, John and Peter, um, you know, healed all these people and, like, kept speaking about Jesus even though they were going to go to jail again, um, that all of a sudden people were so thankful, they were so overjoyed with what they received and how um, awesome they felt that they just gave away everything, too. Like, and so all the apostles had, like, no nothing to lack you know what I mean and everybody shared everything because everybody was like believing in God's economy and everyone felt so blessed because of what they got for free so it was just it was just crazy you know and so um Acts is a very exciting um book so I would encourage you guys to read that too and so what does my life look like now because someone smoked boldly into my life well it's pretty blessed I would say I got married that's a big deal guys like I never thought I was gonna get married you know um Cause uh, growing up, you know, I was never really encouraged to get married, and um, the fact that, and I couldn't ever commit to anything. Like I was, one, who can relate to being one of those people that, oh, we'll see, you know. If someone asks you to do something <laughs> if someone asks you to do something or be somewhere or come someplace, I'd always be like, maybe, you know. Oh, can you do this for me? Oh, we'll see, you know. So I was very non-committal. So the fact that I can be in a marriage and be committed, you know, and to to uh, one person, and also, like, how, I don't know, it's just crazy. Like, I, it's, it's not how I was, you know? So, I would definitely not have uh, a Chris Beaudry in my life, um, and um, now I'm, like, totally, well, I mean, sometimes I feel lonely, but not like before, where it was, like, depressing, lonely, and I have close relationships. I have people that will actually speak into my life, you know, and be accountable to me, like, no, I wasn't really accountable to anybody, you know, like, I could just do what I wanted, but now I have, like, uh, people that will be like, Susan, I think you should <laughs> not wear that, you know, <laughs> because <laughs> I was just thinking about Patty recently, she totally has my back, you know, and Chris's back, you know what I mean, like, because, like, it was just so bad, like, it wasn't that bad, but it was just, like, really, like, you know, she's, like, you know, like, She's like, you know, just don't wear that, you know? And I was like, all right, all right. So it's like I have close relationships. Like people that, and I always crave, because I was so lonely growing up, I always craved to have like sisters, you know, like like friends that were like siblings to me. Because uh, me and my brother weren't really that close. But um, and so I always wanted like, you know, on like, you know, full house, you know, I wanted the dad, like Danny Tanner. And then I wanted like DJ and Stephanie, like and Michelle, like that kind of close relationship, you know? And, um, and I was like, oh, and I always saw, like, friends, like, my other friends had friends that were like, oh, like, we do everything together. We're like sisters. And I was like, oh, I always wanted that. And I never had that, you know. And so now I have that. Can you believe it? And um, they're like my new family. And I have a real relationship with God now because Jeff said, you know, just bothered me for a long time. is like he, and because of him, I feel like I finally found, like, like, what God's, God's really about, because I blamed God a lot, like, my whole life, and I was really angry with him about, and, and on, on top of that, like, people told me that God was punishing me, and so, so the fact that I thought that for 27 years, I mean, it's still something I a little bit struggle with, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, but I feel like I actually have a real relationship with him, you know, where I can actually go to him and not just be angry and defensive, but just be like, okay, God, like, I, I get that you can change my heart, please show me, you know, what you're about, and um, and I feel like I was, const- oh, I was, man, I really felt like before um, that I was, like, I had a, I was, like, this fake person. Like, it was weird because I was considered, like, people would tell me, like, oh, my God, you're so blunt. It's so great. But I was, like, mean, you know. I was just super judgmental. And I would tell people, like, to their face, I don't like you. I was, like, that's so mean. Could you imagine me doing that now? <laughs> He's, like, no, of course not. I would never do that. That's horrible. Like, like and so the fact that people were like, "Oh, this girl, you you're so real." Like, you know, you're down, you're real. Like I used to think that, but I didn't feel that way. Like it was it was weird because it was like it felt good to hear that, but I was like, "Man, I'm I'm a fake. Like I just have a mask on. That is not who I really am, you know?" And so the fact that I'm not like that anymore cuz that's horrible. That's so mean. I hope you guys don't ever do that. You know, it's like it's like I mean, maybe to Satan, that's okay, but but not to other people, you know what I mean? Because other people are hurting, too. So, I feel like now, like, a lot of my masks have fallen off, um, and I feel like I have a purposeful life. Like, just watching Lord of the Rings for two months straight is not purposeful. (laughs) Like, that doesn't do anything for anybody, you know what I mean? And so, now I feel like I have a purpose in life. Like, okay, I want to be there for other people. Like, you know how people like to go and volunteer at, like, homeless shelters? Like, because they feel good about giving, right? And so, I feel like uh, you know, and it feels purposeful, I'm sure. Like, so I feel like I have such a purpose in life, you know, to, like, spread Jesus' love and God's love to people, you know, as much as I can. And I care about people. What? Yes, I do. And it's it's hard. I mean, it was hard, man. It was really hard to care about people, you know. And now I can because Christ's love is, like, like if you can receive Christ's love, you can give that to other people, you know. And now I can't. And my life looks different now where I, you know, talk about good things now, you know what I mean? And I can't be quiet about, you know, how God uh, was there for me and how he can be there for uh, you and other people. And I'm not in this desperate, alone, empty place, you know? And, um, oh yeah, and so think about when you first felt that love, you know, or like you first felt like connected, you know, and you first felt like oh wow you know I, I really get that God loves me even though I fall short you know like think about that and and in, if you think about that doesn't it make you want to like burst out and share it does it maybe not everybody but I'm gonna get to that you can pray about that you know what I mean and I'm gonna, but I want to go with some verses that really really uh, make me emotional so hopefully I won't cry um in Luke sorry can you skip that one yeah, thanks. All right. Okay, let's go to Luke, everybody. Luke 839. Luke is my favorite book out of the Gospels. That and, um, and he wrote Acts, too. Luke wrote Acts. So if you like Acts, you should read Luke. Oh, my goodness. This new Bible is, like, hard to Luke 8, Luke 8. Okay, what happened was there was this guy that was possessed by demons, <laughs> like many demons, right? So if you can imagine how crazy he was, <laughs> wow, poor guy, right? And and then uh, Jesus drives those demons out into a bunch of pigs, and the pigs, like, fall over the cliff. And... um and so then it go, and then it reads. I still couldn't find it. What is wrong with me? Return to your own house and tell what great things God has done for you. And he went his way, and proclaimed throughout the whole city what great things Jesus had done for him. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine being like possessed by demons for like years? Like he was being crazy. Like he he was uh, he was a uh, he was not um, probably not very pleasant to be around. You know, and. And then all of a sudden he's, and then Jesus tells him, like, hey, man, just, you know, because I think what happened was he wanted to hang out with Jesus after that because, you know, everybody else that knew him was like, "Mm," you know. But Jesus was like, you know, what you can do is, like, you can go and um, just tell people what what I did for you and what God did for you. And so he did. Can you imagine being healed from having so many demons? Oh, man. I'm sure it felt very freeing and very, and uh, a, a lot lighter. So that's what he did. So this is what we should feel like. Oh, my gosh, we felt God's love. I'm going to burst out and go proclaim it through the town, you know. And then go to uh, f- uh, Luke chapter 525. Man, I love this. I love all these stories or all these accounts. 525. Okay, this one I can find. Oh, oh, this one. I love this one. Okay, so this is when um, Jesus is healing a bunch of people and then everyone hears about Jesus and they're like, oh. And so people are just in masses bringing people that are sick to Jesus and um, this is a like one of the first um, stories I heard or accounts I heard when I was like little at Catholic Church uh, in Sunday school when and they had like I remember the the Bible thing that we gave they gave us and there's a picture of a guy on a mat and then going down the roof like through the roof so basically there's a guy that's paralyzed and um, his uh, friends bring him to Jesus and so crowded, they're like, "Oh my gosh, how are we going to get him inside this building?" Right. So then they're like, "Oh, look, there's like a hole in the roof. We're just going to drop him down, not drop, but lower him down, and um, in front of Jesus so that he could heal him. And so he does. And then the and then so Jesus is like, "Man, you are friends that have so much faith. This is amazing." And um, and it says immediately. Okay. So he he says so Jesus says like, "Hey, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house." And then immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, the mat that he was lowered on, and departed to his own house glorifying God. And, and there was a crowd, right? I mean, like, they couldn't get him in. And so there's all these people that witnessed this. And they said, and they were all amazed. And then they glorified God and were filled with fear, which actually is translated awe, saying, we have seen strange things today. Strange but awesome, right? And so, so, so then the guy, you know, he got up and glorify God. Like, that's what he did immediately. And then the last verse I wanted to go to is in uh, Luke also, 18, 43. Oh, Oh my gosh, this is so... Oh, okay, there's a blind man. All right. And so then there was a blind man uh, that was blind for many, many years also. (sighs) he gets healed. (laughs) He gets healed. And he immediately received his sight and followed Jesus, him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. So... So I want to be like this, you know, and I really, really pray and hope that you guys have this kind of heart too, that, um, because we're all called to this, right? Like people are always like, oh, why do you always, you know, why do you guys always talk about spreading the love and, you know, and, uh, you know, sharing your faith and all these things? Why is this so important to you? Because Jesus told us to do it. You know, he says, he came back from the dead and started ministering to people and actually said, this is your mission, you know, people, if you choose to accept it. Uh, because it is a choice, right, if you choose to accept it, it is to go out and, and tell people about me, you know, tell people that they are free, you know, that they are saved, that they do not have to do anything to earn God's love and to make it into eternity. Like, you don't have to do anything but believe in Jesus, you know. And so if, if, it, if this doesn't live for you, like, all of a sudden bursting out and wanting to proclaim it through all of, you know, San Jose, or Saratoga, or wherever you live. Pray for evangelism, or Fremont. Pray for evangelism, Nopitas, wherever. You know, there's a lot of places around here. Uh, San francisco, you know that's where I'm from. Pray for evangelism in your own life, you know, and evangelism basically means sharing your faith, you know, just just talk about it, you know, and you don't and like I said earlier, you don't have to you know know the Bible back and forth. all you have to do is share your story, like oh, I feel blessed, like oh, this happened, you know God, I felt God's love, and now like I have friends and you know whatever it is you know that you can relate to like that's all he's asking, you know, and it's all because of Jesus, so that's what Jesus is asking for us so. Pray for it. Pray for evangelism in your life, in your own life. This is what I'm going to ask you guys to do: is to pray for uh, a heart for evangelism in your own life. And if it's not there, pray for your heart to soften, because God can change your heart. You know what I mean? Like if it's not there and it's still like struggle and it, it and you still like worry too much or whatever, um, that God can change that for you. You know, He can make your heart feel soft and and bold so that you can share what He's done for you. Plus. I would say it's kind of nice not to think about myself for a bit, you know, because my harsh voices can get really tiring. So it's nice to focus on being there for someone else, you know. And so, and and see how better, if you do that too, if you pray for, um, you could what you could do is just pray for your heart to, um, you know, want to be able to share things like that, you know, because, and, and pray against those fears, you know, and pray for freedom in, in having those fears. And, um, and if you focus on other people, it just feels better. Better, you just feel better about yourself. So that is my teaching, um, and I have. And if you guys, did you guys get jam, jelly jam? All right, yeah, delicious, right? Okay, so this is what this jam means, okay, or jelly, um, <laughs> jam. Okay, jam. All right. Oh yeah, because jelly. We just, uh, me and uh, Lachey and Patty found out that the difference between jelly and jam. Uh, so this is this is jam. Um, And, okay, so this is, the jam is so perfect because what it reminds me of is, okay, my mom, not the jam, but, okay, so me and Chris, like, every time we go visit my parents in San Francisco, (laughs) I don't know if it's a Korean thing or an Asian thing or whatever, but my mom literally has, like, a spoon held up to Chris's, like, mouth. Like, she wants to feed him, right? She's always, like, oh, this is, like, whatever, whenever we come home and she's cooking and, because we come home and uh, it's, like, going through the kitchen. She's like, has a spoon, like, Chris, try this, you know? And then he's like, oh, my God, I just got here. Like, what are you doing, you know? And, and it reminds me of that because she thinks like what she cooked or whatever she has like maybe she didn't cook it but she has something delicious she wants to share it right because she loves chris so much she's like oh my gosh you know my son-in-law he's so awesome i'm eating this delicious thing i want him to taste it you know and so she i mean it's a little forceful but it's really cute i think it's funny because it's not on me this time it's like on chris whoo because i would always be like mom no you know but she'd be like just try it just try it right so this jam is kind of like that like literally like, she thinks uh, whatever she's going to try and give Chris is so good and yummy that he want, she wants to share it, right? And it's not like we paid for it. Like, it's not like, hey, mom, like, here's $5 and then, you know, put the spoon in Chris's mouth. You know, it's not like that. So I was just like, so what you can do is, like, you can, you can take this jam that you got for free and then put it on your toast and then eat it and then taste it. And it's like, oh, so delicious. And then think of somebody who you want to share it with, right? Because it's so delicious you want to share it, right? better no i'm just kidding (laughs) so so go ahead and take that jam and just uh uh love it and then uh and then try and share it with somebody else that you love all right thank you guys we have announcements oh yeah i should pray i'm i'm sorry this is okay heavenly father you are amazing and lord jesus you are even more amazing well, you guys are both amazing. And I'm just really, really thankful that I got to share uh, your word with, with uh, my friends here today. And I just pray that um, that we would all have, um, you know, be kind of like that song, the Alicia Keys song, where we're all on fire, you know, all you know, and that we would just have a heart, you know, to share what we've uh, received from you to other people, you know, and that there are other people, there are people, I mean, most people are longing for a relationship with you, Jesus, so I just pray for our hearts, everyone here today that we leave with just a heart to um, either have a change of heart or just to have a fire for evangelism, you know, and a fire to share, you know, all the blessings that we received with other people. And so I just thank you so much for um, everybody here that they came today and um, that, you know, that we just feel really blessed um, knowing that we can always count on you, Lord Jesus. So I thank you in Jesus' name.